The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. Paula Vale here. And today, our episode is Reiki Healing for the Planet. I just, I just love that title, and I'm so thrilled with the guest I have today. Today, I am interviewing Diane Anderson, and she is an instructor in medical education in the Mayo Clinic College of Medicine and a member of the Mayo Clinic Reiki Volunteer Program. She is a Reiki master teacher and certified practitioner of energy medicine. Her practice also includes holistic health coaching and shamanic healing. And we'll be talking about that a little bit today as well. I'm so excited and I want to say welcome, Diane. Thank you so much, Paula. I'm really excited to be with you today. And um, would just like to say hello to all the listeners and I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Just thrilled to have you. And I just love what we'll be sharing today. And I thought it would be nice, let's start with just a little bit of your history and how Reiki has impacted your life directly. And just tell us a little bit about you and and your Reiki and how that's impacted you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure, happy to do that. So I um, took my original Reiki 1 and 2 classes way back in 1979, which sounds like a really long time ago to me right now, and, and it kind of is. But I happened to be in the right place at the right time, met the right people, and was introduced to a couple who was going to be hosting Reiki uh, at a local church in Minneapolis. And I was really lucky to be able to take Reiki when I did from one of Mrs. Takata's original 22 masters, Ethel Lombardi. Yeah. Ethel has, has since passed on. As I said, this was back in 1979. And since that Time, I would have to say that Reiki for me has been a journey of self-discovery, and it's been a wonderful journey, and I really developed a passion for all things healing, all things spiritual, and I just couldn't get enough. Uh, in fact, there was a time uh, back then when I read every book in the entire St. Paul, Minnesota Public Library, which is a very big library, 
in the section of back then what was called New Age. And everything healing, everything spiritual, everything metaphysical, I, I read every book. And I finally had to start buying my own. So it was, it was really a passion of mine to learn more and to be able to understand how I could use it in my life and how I could share it with others and sort of what did it mean to me with regard to my life's purpose, if you will. Anyway, as, as I went on and on, I was able to uh, take some classes in energy medicine. I became certified in that. I became certified in Qigong healing. And for the last 10 years, I've been studying and practicing shamanic healing, which is another real passion and love of mine. And, and I do have to say that with all of these other things that I've studied and I've learned and I practice, the beauty is that what I've discovered is they are all related. And every single one of them uses so many of the same concepts and even similar techniques. So it is just um, more confirmation that what we're doing is just related to everything else and that there are multiple ways of sort of accomplishing the same goals, if you will. So it's been really a wonderful, wonderful journey. And then more recently, I have become a holistic health coach, which is another area that's been just so interesting for me. And being able to actually incorporate that into some of the work that I do with my Reiki students has really been beneficial. So... Um, being able to tie that in as well has been just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Um, now, let's see. Let's just talk maybe a little bit about uh, Reiki and how it has impacted me, um, which is part of this spiritual awakening journey, if you will. And that's exactly what it what it has been. It's sort of an awakening to a higher level of consciousness. And I, I think it really started with understanding more about vibrational energy, how everything is composed of energy, how everything just vibrates at a different rate, but also the understanding that energy can be similar between two different people or two different things, or it can be very different and there is no good and there's no bad, and it's not right or wrong, it's just different. So then it sort of became an understanding of how I react to different energy and how it impacts me on a daily basis and how I can shift the energy, um, whether it's in a situation or in my own body or whatever, energy can be changed. So that became sort of a, a deeper understanding for me with regard to vibrational energy. From there, it sort of expanded into a deeper understanding of relationship. So uh, how... I am related to everything else in the world, 
and how I interact with that and how to live in right relationship with all of these other things. Um, letting go of worry and anger and, and, and uh, being grateful for things and being able to understand that what I put out is what I get back. So this relationship and how we attract like and so on. Yes. Sort of growing into a higher level of consciousness with regard to to this interconnectedness of all things and all people. Yes, and yes. And I love you you mentioned that the change, you know, when we open up with Reiki and raise our our consciousness and our higher vibration, it really does affect how we react to situations and how we see things. It's it's so expansive. It's so wonderful. It, it really is, Paula. And, you know, and it, it's not just for myself. I'm sure it's that way for many, many Reiki practitioners. I have had many of my students tell me at, at some point after the classes and after they're using it for a while, I'll get an email or a phone call from someone who says, Reiki really changed my life, and I am so grateful. And it just makes me feel so so wonderful that we have this gift that we've been given to know how to connect with Reiki and how to be able to use it in our everyday lives and to be able to share it with others and how we can become a higher level of consciousness society by just connecting with this energy. Yes, yes, and that that brings into play our topic because this, you know, it it does bring a healing to the planet, and really, each one of us can be a part of that. Absolutely, and you know, one of my favorite quotes is by uh, Dr. David Hawkins, who said, "The greatest gift that we can give the world is to raise our own consciousness." That had such an impact on me that I, years later, and I still dwell on that all the time. I bring it up in every one of my Reiki classes. I, I share it with my students. I make sure that we understand the importance of that concept. Yes. That is beautiful. And that it really is. speaks such a truth. It's so true. It, it really does. Yes. And, you yes. know, with regard to healing the planet, certainly we all understand the importance of supporting initiatives that bring awareness to and provide research in the areas of climate change and global warming, protecting the Earth's natural resources, developing clean energy alternatives, for instance, and Uh, perhaps elimination of genetically modified food, anything that helps reduce our footprint, basically. And and we all kind of get that. And we're all trying to do our part with recycling and to bring awareness to those types of things. But what we also can do is take this other little uh, spoke of the wheel and look at uh, how we can help heal the planet through spiritual and healing methods, energetically and spiritually. 
And, and I think that's kind of where our focus is going to be today. Yes, yes. And really, the more of us that do make the focus on healing the planet and raising the vibration and and being responsible, as you said, recycling, etc. The more of us that do that, the stronger wave we're going to create, don't you think? Absolutely. And and just a couple other thoughts on that. You know, the earth is our home and it's it's almost incomprehensible that we would do anything to cause harm to the environment. Um, and to like our water supply that we need to ensure our survival. And yet this is exactly what's happened. You know, the earth is billions of years old. Humanity, certainly hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years old. But only in the last hundred years or so have we, you know, had this, um, really negative impact on our our natural resources and uh, to the point where we're realizing the climate change and, and really needing to come together, uh, you know, exactly. a, as a global family and say, how can we, how can we sort of undo what we've done and how can we ensure that we do better in the future? So it's really important right now to be able to, uh, talk about those things and look at those initiatives, support those initiatives, and share a vision of, of say, basic values that provide a foundation, you know, for global community working together for the common good, if you will. Yes. And, oh, and I being love able that. to mm-hmm, being able to recognize that all life is sacred, all beings are interdependent on all other life forms is is also important and being able to empower every human being with the knowledge and the resources to be able to be the change we want to see and to provide for future generations and to be able to care enough to really do our part right now. So, So that certainly is important as well. Absolutely. Be the change we want to see. I love that. And I I personally am very big on signing initiatives and petitions to, you know, to help with that because, you know, that's one little thing we can do as an individual, you know, to make a step. Absolutely. And I think it's important to understand that, um, you know, it seems like such a, a, an enormous global problem, but being able to do our part in our little corner of the world, if each of us can do that, we can affect change, and and we are able to make a difference, and so we should not be discouraged with that. Right, right, because we have our power as an individual. Yes, yes. we do. Yes. Oh, I just love that, Diane. I love that. And oh, good. coming together and, and creating a, you know, high vibration, everyone doing it together. And, you know, the Reiki, it, you know, as you have said, Reiki can clear negative energies and that mm-hmm. creates a sacred space. Right. So let's maybe talk just a little bit about how to use Reiki to help do that. So, I had stated earlier that um, the greatest gift we can give the world is to raise our own consciousness. So the thought is that if each and every one of us, if millions of us on the planet 
would do that, that in itself would make a gigantic change with regard to peace uh, and healing of the planet. So let's look at that. So how do we how do we go about doing that, raising our vibration and so on? Well, number one, we look for ways to use Reiki in our life every day. One of the ways I do this is I like to imagine that I, I sort of have this funnel on top of my head and that the Reiki energy is coming right straight down from source and it's coming right into the top of my head and it's filling me and it's surrounding me and it's this just beautiful bright light and I can use it, I can tap into it for healing myself, I can share it with others, I can sort of grab a little piece of it and send it out into the world wherever healing is needed in that moment. But it's the idea that I'm always connected with it. And that helps me a great deal to always stay connected with Source, the divine energy, the universal life force energy that gives us all life. Now, another thing I like to do during the day while I'm staying connected with this uh, is to pause periodically and ask myself, am I being the best version of myself in this moment or in this situation? Or have I been able to express the highest version of myself today or have I... Hopefully not, but have I gotten caught up at all in any of the, the stress or drama that's going on, you know? Yes, and, yes. and if my answer is no, then I have to kind of take a step back and say, okay, let's remember to connect with Reiki and raise the vibration back up so that I can reflect that higher version of myself. And it's very powerful to use that throughout the day. And other people notice, other people recognize by your example how they also can react in a more positive way to whatever's happening. So there's that benefit as well. It doesn't just benefit me, but you see how everything's interconnected. So if, if I connect with that higher source, and I maybe react really positive um, to some situation or with an individual, and then maybe it affects them, and then maybe they turn around and they do a little favor for someone else, or they are just um, more joyful or focused going through the rest of their day, and then they pass it on, and you just continue to pay it forward. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love that. I love that, Diane, that, and that is so true. My goodness. And I see that we we are going to pop into a commercial. So okay. let's take a quick moment, and everyone, we will be right back. Diane, I just love this. Thank you. Great. Mm-hmm. Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki has an exciting offer for you. 
However you may know of Paula, you now have the means of exposing your business through Paula's massive following. Starting at a very conservative $29.99 a month, you can advertise your products and services on Paula's directory. Ask about the priority listing and see what additional perks you can take advantage of. Act immediately to be exposed to millions. To apply, go to lovereikiradio.com and look for the practitioner directory sign-up page. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's health and wellness channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone. This healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome back. And if you're just tuning in, I am here with Diane Anderson and we are discussing Reiki healing for the planet and Diane was just sharing some fantastic inspiration on you know using the Reiki and raising our vibration and and what we personally can do with our energy and that connection and Diane I would love to just jump right back into that I just love it and Also, maybe what might be fun, Diane, is discuss also for those listeners out there that aren't Reiki practitioners, what Mm -hmm. they can do as well in just positive thinking and mindset and love. They can join us in this great sharing. So, yes. Okay, excellent. Well, let me just give you another couple of ideas that can be done by anyone, whether you're a Reiki practitioner or not, that can help um, keep you connected with your higher level of consciousness and um, help with raising your vibration in order to help heal the planet. One of the ways I love to start my day is, is with sort of just a little intentional prayer. And it goes like this. 
May I receive all that I need, and may I be shown opportunities to give of myself in service to the greater good of the earth and all living beings. So very simple prayer, but very powerful. And I I do believe in the power of intentional prayer, and that is just one of many, and I invite people to sort of create your own. Um, Another thing that I do is to affirm my connectedness with all things, and this is something anybody can do any place, any time, and especially if you're feeling stressed, stop, take a breath. And maybe just affirm something like this. I am one with the source of all creation. And that is universal life force energy. That's Reiki. But this is for anyone out there. So by acknowledging the divine nature of our being, we're really releasing negative energies associated with those feelings of separation that we tend to have on this planet. And it is in that moment of acknowledgement that we can experience that higher level of consciousness and connect with all things in just a wonderful way and really move to a place of oneness rather than duality. So that's just another way. Uh, I think what I might like to also talk about in this segment is how can we actually... Uh, perhaps do some actual physical things like ceremony and ritual that help heal the planet, if that's okay. Oh, I love that. Yes. Okay. Sure. So um, one of the things, I am very, very um, fond of ceremony and ritual. And I'm a big advocate because I believe that when we take our intentions and we bring them into physical form by performing a ritual or a ceremony, we are increasing the energy of that intention tenfold. And we can cause great change to happen on the planet when we do these kinds of things. So being able to perform a ritual with the intention of sending out energy to heal the planet, to heal the world, to heal a particular space on the planet, in your own backyard, can be very, very powerful. Now, there are many ways of doing that, and and I would certainly invite everyone to sort of put your own uh, ritual together, and it can be very fun and very creative process to just do that. But I'll just give a couple examples of some of the ways that um, that I like to do that. And typically, you may want to gather with a, a few individuals. You know, whomever is available and and like-minded individuals, but certainly a ritual or ceremony can be done by even just one person. So I like to set up sort of an altar area, if you will, outside, and certainly this can also be done inside, but typically doing an earth healing ceremony, we find a place outside um, that uh, we set this up and and, uh, perform the ritual. So typically we'll put down like an altar cloth, let's say, I might bring some stones and crystals and set up on the altar. I might gather some 
some flowers or sprigs of herbs and branches to sort of lay around um, the altar in a circle, kind of creating sacred space, if you will. Yes. I like to use uh, white sage for smudging, if anyone's familiar with that, and, and you can use other herbs as well, but you just light them, and, and you fan the smoke in the various directions around your circle, and you imagine that you're cleansing your own aura and the space all around, again, creating sacred space. We can call on the energies of um, the Reiki masters and other spiritual guidance into our circle and ask them to be with us and support our intentions. I love to bring a pitcher of water into the ceremony and everybody beam Reiki to the pitcher of water. And, and if you're not trained in Reiki, that's okay. You can still imagine that you're blessing and beaming uh, wonderful healing energy to this pitcher of water. If you're at all familiar with Dr. Emoto's work with the water crystals, you'll understand yes. what I'm talking about. So infusing this water with wonderful healing energy and blessing it to help be a tool in this process of healing. Then you can take sprigs of herbs and branches that you can dip into the water and you can just sort of sprinkle it all around the people and all around the land and you can offer blessings, you can offer prayers. You can read poetry if you like, whatever fits into the ceremony itself and seems appropriate. For individuals who enjoy drumming, for instance, you can bring drums. You can infuse your drums with Reiki energy or healing energy or your intention. And you can stand in the circle around your altar and you can drum your intention for healing to the world, to the universe. Very powerful. And, you know, I'm going to even share a story about that. So we have a drumming circle and we meet once a month and we do intentional drumming. And, again, many Reiki practitioners are familiar with with Reiki drumming, you, you put your intention into the drum and into the circle, and then you drum your intention up into the universe. And you can use any type of drum or rattle or percussion instrument or anything that you want. So several years ago, we were in the middle of sort of a severe drought. And so our drumming circle drummed for rain. And two days later... We had so much rain, it rained like eight inches in a few hours. It flooded this entire <laughs> segment of wow, our Wow, Diane. Awesome. I know. I know. So <sighs> then we didn't drum for rain for quite a while after that. And then <laughs> we got into another dry spell, and we drummed for rain again. And you won't believe this, but the same exact thing happened. We had a flood again. And so now that's been a few years, and we still laugh about this, and we do not drum for rain anymore. And whenever <laughs> we do drum for something, we always add the intention, everything in balance. 
because we don't want the excess. We just want enough. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so Diane, is the when you do that with the drumming circle, so you mm-hmm. put out your intention and then you give that intention to the drum and then you do your drumming? Is that how that works? Yes. So you, you simply hold your hands on the drum, you state your intention, and you imagine that the intention is going into the drum, and then you allow the drum to be your voice, if you will. And when you beat the drum, the the sound goes up into the universe, and it's just a beautiful way of speaking your intention uh, in another way. That is awesome. I love that. How fun is that? It is very fun. Very fun. So uh, just a couple other methods that people uh, can incorporate with regard to that uh, type of ceremonial healing of the planet. Um, uh, One way that's really, really fun is to gather some flowers or some rose petals and place them in a basket on your altar and infuse the rose petals or the flowers with Reiki energy. So just beaming to um, this basket of flowers, if you will. And then you can carry these, these petals to a water source, like a river or a stream or the ocean or a lake. And you can place them in the, in the water and watch them just go Far and wide to, uh, depending on where you're putting them, they can go very long distances. We've done this type of ceremony at um, the headwaters of the Mississippi River. Um, The source of the Mississippi placed these Reiki-infused petals into the water and blessed them as they made their journey all the way down, we hope. Some of them made it all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. So that was just a beautiful, beautiful ceremony. And another way that that people can incorporate, um, you know, some of the natural world into their their healing ceremony. Yes, yes. So it's so, so fantastic and how fun. I mean, you're putting your intention in these things and sending that out there. That is so cool. Absolutely. Uh, You know, everything is energy and everything is capable of holding energy. And we we have an understanding of that when we think about the energy of place. So, um, for instance, if you're standing on the top of Mount McKinley, the energy there is going to be much, much different than it's going to be standing on the beach next to the ocean. Places hold the energy and the memory of everything that's ever happened there. And so that's part of the wonderful journey, is being able to recognize the difference in the energy in these different places. Um, you know, and we can, we can relate to that as well, even in indoor places. I mean, there are times when you've walked into a place and it feels just really welcoming and really homey. And warm. And then sometimes you might walk into another place, another building, and it just feels very cold, very sterile, kind of like a void. 
And, and we've all had those kinds of experience because the place is taking on the energy of the people and the events that are happening there. Now, we can affect the energy of the place as well by what we bring to it. And, and just as we can heal the planet, we can have these type of ceremonies in a place, in a home. And I always encourage individuals, when you move into a new place, the first thing you need to do is have a, a cleansing and blessing ceremony to, um, you know, infuse your home with healing energy. And that, again, can be very, very powerful. Yes, yes. Oh, I I love that. I love that. And yes, to cleanse and give positive energy, Reiki, to your home, everywhere you go. That makes just such a huge, huge difference in everything. And really, it affects what people feel when they walk in. Oh, I love that, Diane. I love that. Yes. Yes, um, yes. I'm going to just mention, not sure how much time we have, I'm going to just mention one more thing that I think is vital with regard to being a Reiki practitioner and sort of our responsibility with regard to healing the planet. And it has to do when we, um, when we view world events that um, are very traumatic. And, you know, we know how the news media sensationalizes everything. And it can fill um, people with just a lot of fear and anxiety. And, and not only that, but reacting very negatively with regard to perhaps um, taking an example with some recent terrorist activities that have happened during this past year or so, um, being able to um, negate any um, thought patterns that involve fear or hate or that type of thing, when really, as a Reiki practitioner, what we should be doing is sending these individuals, and I'm talking about the perpetrators, to be able to send them the love and the healing that they need to shift their own consciousness, rather than sending out the very type of feelings that... um, perpetrated the activity in the first place. Am I I kind of making sense with that? Yes. Oh, I love that, Diane. And I'm afraid we must pop into a commercial, but yes, and uh, I'd love to discuss that a touch more when we come back because how we react to that can make such a huge difference on on where the vibration goes. So, yes. Oh, well, everyone, we are going to pop out for a commercial, but we will be right back. Thank you, Diane. Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki? Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's health and wellness channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. 
Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki has an exciting offer for you. However you may know of Paula, you now have the means of exposing your business through Paula's massive following. Starting at a very conservative $29.99 a month, you can advertise your products and services on Paula's directory. Ask about the priority listing and see what additional perks you can take advantage of. Act immediately to be exposed to millions. To apply, go to lovereikiradio.com and look for the practitioner directory sign-up page. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am here with Diane Anderson, and we are just having a great discussion today about healing the planet. And uh, before we begin, I do want to mention to my listeners that I'm very excited to share some news because of all my multiple requests from you around the world and in the U.S., I've created a Love Reiki Radio directory. And this is at lovereikiradio.com. And this is featuring holistic healthcare, Reiki practitioners, doctors, authors, products. So please feel free to check that out. I want to be a tool to assist everyone in finding amazing people such as my guests and other people. And, and together we all make a difference in the world. So I just want to tell everyone I'm very excited and please check it out, lovereikiradio.com. And Diane, I'm, I'm excited to, to discuss a little more what we were just talking about. If you just tuned in a little bit on how we can react to some of the negative that's going on with our Reiki and with our mindset. And I do want to put something out there, which is something that is the opposite of what we're hearing. And there, there are things that we all need to work together to help create a, a better energy. Actually, something that um, I have discovered in studies is that in about the 90s, Reiki really bloomed. And statistically, in the U.S., 
the percentage of crime rate has gone down since this expansion started. So I think that's a beautiful thing. And that's something we really don't hear about. Are you aware of that, Diane? Yes, I actually am. And um, and it reminds me of... of um, back in 1993, when a number of individuals who practiced um, meditation descended on Washington, D.C., and they were there for a period of eight weeks, and they simply just practiced their meditation. And during that time frame, the crime rate in Washington, D.C. dropped by 25%. Oh, and there was nothing else, that, nothing else that changed other than there was this huge group of people who spend some time every day meditating. So it's a wonderful example, a wonderful story of the same type of energy going out. I love it. I love it. And so uh, let's continue. Give us a a few more words, if you'd like, about, you know, how we can use that energy and that positive mindset with what's going on in the world today. Sure. So um, I I would just have us be aware of of not getting too caught up in, in the media and the negative stories that are coming out there. Stay informed, but just enough to stay informed. And then send out the positive thoughts, the positive energy. Um, keep yourself surrounded with Reiki energy, and that will help diffuse the situation. So just don't send any more negative energy toward the event and the people involved, but bless them on their journey. And... Um, send healing so that they can help shift their consciousness and come into a better understanding of possibly a better way to express themselves, if you will. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you, Diane. And I'm, I'm very excited uh, with the fact that you also do work shamanic healing uh, with your Reiki practice, which, which I think is just really fun. I'd, I'd love to touch on that for a few minutes, if you'd like. I would love to, yes. I, I love shamanic practice, and I'm happy to share a little bit of information on it and then how I, I do tie it in with my Reiki practice. So uh, just a little bit of background. First of all, shamanism is the oldest spiritual and healing tradition on the planet, and it has survived tens of thousands of years, and it is practiced on, on literally every continent. So a, a shaman or a shamanic practitioner practitioner is someone who acts as a mediator, if you will, between the natural world that we live in and the supernatural world or the world of spirit. Um, During the last few years, there's really been a huge increase in the practice of shamanism in North America and in Europe, and it's really kind of exciting to be going all the way back to those ancestral roots. So a shaman is said to uh, walk between two worlds, the world of ordinary reality, which is what we call this world that we live in, and the world of spirit, which we call non-ordinary reality. Now, there are three worlds in um, that make up non-ordinary reality. The lower world, which you can imagine as being sort of like down inside the center of the earth, and it is really earthy, and it's it's uh, typically 
a landscape that we're familiar with. There are mountains and jungles and lakes and streams and all kinds of wonderful power animals down there. And uh, it is a place that a shaman will journey to uh, in order to gain information or to gain insight into a healing that might be needed for herself or for uh, someone else or for the community. The middle world is a parallel plane that mirrors our physical world, but it's the spiritual aspect of our physical world. And then the upper world is the area that some may think of as heaven, and it's real light, and it's it's um, bright, and it has kind of an airiness about it. You kind of think of it up above the clouds, and, and when you go there, you would typically see angels and ascended masters and so on. So those are the three worlds that a shaman will journey to in order to gain information on what is needed for healing. The drum, we're back to the drum now. The drum is typically what is used as the method for the shaman to induce that trance-like state in order to enter that altered state of consciousness to connect with spirit. So um, the, the shaman also uses tools like rattles and feathers and stones and plants and all of the elements, earth, air, fire, and water. And the shaman may actually use the physical um, tool or the spiritual aspect of that tool. So the practice of shamanic healing identifies three main causes of illness and disease. Number one, loss of power, which would be um, which we would say you've lost touch with your power animal. The second one is, is soul loss, which is a little segment of your soul has disconnected during a traumatic period. And the third is spiritual intrusion. So those are the three main causes of disease. Therefore, the shamanic healing typically involves one of two things either putting back something that's been lost, like the soul loss or the loss of power, or removing the energy that's been taken on and needs to be let go of. And we're kind of familiar with that, with working with Reiki as well, that we can take on some of this dense energy. Um, sometimes the energy sort of gets stuck and we need to, yes. to remove it or move it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... Um, so those are the typical ways that a, a shaman will work with healing. So um, when I'm working, for instance, with a client with um, Reiki, I might also incorporate one of many different methods of releasing um, intrusive energy. So if I have identified a blockage or some dense energy someone has taken on, um, due to a past wound or limiting beliefs or something like that, I might incorporate the use of a stone or a crystal to help take that energy out of the individual and carry it away. I might use my feather to help remove it. I'll use my rattle to help loosen the energy, which helps it um, helps the individual to be able to let go of it. I might incorporate my drum, which is used to balance the chakras. 
Um, I might use chimes or bells in order to also balance the chakras. So these things incorporate very, very easily into a Reiki treatment, and it's really, really fun to see the results. I love that, Diane. That just, you know, that tells us how many different tools we can bring into our Reiki practice. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. It's so huge. And, Diane, I'm afraid we're down to just a couple more moments. Sure. Um, could That's you do okay. me a favor and share with the audience how they can reach you, your website, Absolutely. for example? Yes. So the website is www.hermitagefarm.org. So um, the, the business is Hermitage Farm Center for Healing. So www.hermitagefarm.org, and that lists all of our activities. We have a calendar, all of our classes, and all of our practitioners and so on there. You can reach me directly if you would like to send me an email uh, for any additional information or just to connect, and I would be happy to do that. It is Anderson at hermitagefarm.org. I love it. I love it. And with this last minute of the show, Diane, is there any last last words you'd like to say to our listeners before we say goodbye? I, the show just flew by. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It really went fast, and that, that, that's great. I really enjoyed yes. it. I just want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to just share some of this with you. And truly, it's a passion of mine, and I know it's a passion of many other individuals there. And I would just say to follow your passion, do the things you love to do, and just be aware of the opportunities that the universe gives to us um, to show us what the next step on our path is, because if we're following our path, the universe will put it right there, and it's very easy to find, and it will help stay uh, stay connected with your journey uh, along the healing path. I love that. I love that. And and Diane, I would love to have you on the show again. This you this was absolutely fantastic. I'm just so thrilled and. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners out there in the U.S. and around the world. Love you, hugs, blessings, and Diane, love, hugs, and blessings to you. And I'm just so happy to have shared this with you today. Thank you so much, Paula. This has really been my pleasure, and I just send blessings out to all of our listeners out there. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. And everyone, if you want to know also more about Diane, her information is in the the show description. So, yeah, I I look forward to to talking to you again down the road, Diane. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Goodbye, everyone, and thank you so much. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.